in order to get to the right people and speak to them the way you need to, you need to know who your target market is and your target audience. Today, we're going to break it all down. Hey, hey, get ready to talk like a brand and live your best brand life. I'm Peachy Williams, your brand voice builder. Target markets are very, very important to your brand. It basically puts you in front of the people who want to hear what you have to say. So what exactly is a target market? A target market is specific. It's a defined segment of consumers that your brand wants to serve with its products and services. You need to identify the target market because it helps when you develop those products and services, and it also dictates how you market to the people that want them. A target market basically contains the end users of your product or service. You really, really need to understand it so that you can create those products and services and marketing campaigns for that specific, well-defined group of people. Because if you don't, you will have bad reviews. People won't buy your products and services because you are not connecting with the audience that wants them. There is only one winning strategy. Once you define that target market, then you can actually create offers that people want to buy. So when you're thinking about your target market, you need to segment it. You can use things like demographics, psychographics, geography. It is ever evolving and constantly changing. But one of the best examples of a target market is fast food. Let's think about McDonald's. McDonald's has multiple markets. They target multiple markets, but they have dedicated products and they have specific campaigns for each one of their products, right? With their marketing and the way they price things, McDonald's has a huge market share and they continuously grow because they diversify their products. But one of the things that helps them stand out is their target audience. Now, target audiences are more detailed than target markets. Think of a target market as the broad umbrella and think about the target audience as the people under that umbrella. I hope that makes sense. So when we're talking about cars as a general, that's a market. But then you think about the specific brands, Toyota, Lexus, Hyundai, Mazda, Range Rover. Those are specific audiences, right? And then you can niche those down even more to the people within those audiences. Because even though Toyota and Lexus are made by Toyota, they have specific audiences that cater to each one of those specific car models that they have. You will not speak to someone who wants a Lexus like you will speak to someone who wants a Corolla. Because one is looking for luxury and the other, they're looking for something economical. Think about that. A target audience is a group that has significant potential to respond positively to a brand message. That's what Tom Duncan said. To communicate with that target audience, you have to understand who they are and what they need, even what they want, because your customers need to be educated about the advantages of doing business with you. You need to teach them how to use your products the best way, and you need to demonstrate how your products will improve their lives. Consumers buy because of personal reasons. They don't buy just because you want them to. There are some key differences between target market and target audience. Although they're similar because they overlap a little bit, a target market impacts all the decisions a small business makes. And you're making those products and services to meet the needs 
and wants and desires of that target market. That includes packaging, pricing, and the way you process sales. The way you structure your sales is also a part of your target market. But then when you get to target audiences, it only impacts the decisions related to those specific marketing messages, those specific messages for that specific demographic. Although they can be the same, most of the time, they are very different. That's why they target advertisements based on age, location, race, gender, because it's very effective because they have a clearly defined target market and a more clearly defined target audience. There are different types of target audiences. When we're talking about these target audiences, we're talking about all the different ways you can define who you're creating your campaigns for, who your brand voice is speaking to. And then you segment those audiences into different groups. You define them based on categories like their intention to purchase. These are groups of people who are looking for specific products, specific price points, and they're looking to collect more information before they buy. Before they open their wallets, they collect information to make sure that they're making a great decision based on their specific needs and wants. You can also segment your audiences into groups based on interests. And so this is like what people are into. Think about hobbies. Think about people who buy comic books, buy specific comic books, Marvel comic books or DC comic books. Think about people who buy specific shoes. They're looking for Jimmy Choo's or they're looking for Skechers. Those are their interests. Now let's get a little bit more granular. Let's think about some subcultures. So you also have target audiences that are subcultures. Think about this. Netflix has subcultures. There are people who watch specific types of movies on Netflix. And a lot of times social media helps push that and you become familiar with those types of content because of the fact that you're on social media following that brand who has evolved into subcultures. Let's think about this. Music. Some people like rock music. Some people like R&B. Some people like country. Those are specific subcultures. Those are groups of people who are identifying with the shared experience. Those are people who can relate to each other because of the fact that they share that experience. As a brand owner, it's really good to use personas and things of that nature to define your audience, to help define that audience. But there are seven specific ways that you can determine your target audience that will help you as you move along in developing your brand voice and the messages you need to attract those audiences within that target market. So think about these seven steps. You're going to carry out client interviews or ask people what they want. Look at the people who already buy your product or service. Where do they live? Where do they shop? What do they like? How old are they? You want to engage on social media or you want to Give them consumer surveys so that you will know more about these people, right? You also want to look at market research and identify industry trends. A great way to do this is Google. Google is your friend. If you have a huge brand that does something similar to you, type that in. Put it in a search engine and see what comes up. Nine times out of 10, they have so much information that can help you as you're structuring your target markets and target audiences. Your work is almost done for you. You want to look at trends to see where these brands are focusing their efforts. That's how you tweak your brand to offer better value, right? Because the name of the game is being unique. So then you want to look at your competition. You want to analyze them. Who do they sell to? How do they sell to those people? 
Are they brick and mortar or are they strictly online? Are they focusing on the person who makes the decisions and opens the wallet or are they focusing on the supporter? In those cases, think about the parents and the children. Although the parent spends the money, it's the children who actually come ask for the items, right? Most of the time. So this is a great way that you can create a persona to kind of get into those specific segments. If you have a product that's appealing to a wide group of consumers, this helps you determine the demographics, the personalities, and what your consumers need. It's going to speak to the different needs of the different personas. So as you're developing those personas, think about the surveys and the data, any engagements on social media, and any other information that you can extract so that you'll get a complete view of that person to make sure that you know exactly who you're talking to, how you're talking to them, and when you need to talk to them. Look at television shows, look at hobbies, look at magazines. It really gets deep. So then you're going to think about who your target audience is not. There will be people who are in that target market, but they're not in your target audience. They will hear your message and they won't act on it because they're not your target audience, even though they're somewhere in that target market space. So you need to be very specific in determining who that audience is and who that audience isn't because that will keep you from spending money and wasting money because the object is to get a return on your investment, right? So as you go along, you want to continuously revise based on the data that you are gathering. Again, branding is a continuously evolving process. It's not something that you can just wake up and do it overnight and everything is set in stone. As your brand evolves, so does your brand voice, so do your personas, so do your target markets, and so do your target audiences. And then, of course, you want to use the right software to make sure that you're getting the most out of your investment. Google Analytics, and there are a ton of other programs that you can use to actually get the data that you need. Look at your web stats and other software that will add value to what you need, your psychographics, your demographics, commonalities between your buyers. It's software out there that can get you all of this information. One of those websites is American Fact Finder. American Fact Finder can help you find your target audience. Another one is the Pew Research Center. The Pew Research Center gives insights like you wouldn't believe. You will find out about internet usage, social and demographic trends, global attitudes, and so much more that can help you pinpoint what you need to do. And then My Best Segments is another good one. This can also provide insight like consumer behaviors, lifestyle, demographic traits, and things of that nature. Once you get that data, then you want to think about your brand. You actually want to develop a SWOT analysis for your brand. And so in that SWOT analysis, you're going to be talking about the strengths and weaknesses, threats and opportunities for your company. I want you to know that when you're talking about strengths and weaknesses in a SWOT analysis, it has to be very comprehensive. But most of the time, the strengths and weaknesses are internal. It's about your personal brand strength and weakness. And this way, you'll be able to capitalize on those strengths and improve your weaknesses. You'll be able to lean into the things that you do well, the things that make your brand strong, and you'll be able to get away from what makes your brand weak. So as you start talking about your opportunities and threats, those are external. You have internal challenges, but you also have external threats and opportunities. And then you need to prioritize all of these things to come up with a comprehensive SWOT analysis. So these questions can help you in your SWOT analysis. 
When we're talking about strengths, you need to think about whether or not your business has a mission or a unique backstory. And then in what areas does your brand excel? What areas do you do things the best? What strengths or unique skills do you have for the people who work for you? Is your business in a great financial position? And does it have other resources that you can rely on if things go awry? Does your business have a product or service that no one else can give? And then how do people think about your brand? And that's very, very important. How is your brand perceived? How is your brand aligned with the mission and where your business is going? Think about your brand story and think about your brand voice. We always talk about authenticity. How much of that authenticity resonates with your audience, the target audience? How do you communicate elements of your brand? And do you do it well? That is very important in determining the strengths of your brand. So let's talk about weaknesses. Where do you perform poorly? Do you have a lack of training? Do you need more training? Do your employees need more training? What about the morale within your company? And then one of the killers and one of the main weaknesses of businesses is a lack of resources. That can be staff, that can be funding, that could be time, and then a lack of focus. Those are two main weaknesses of brands today. When you think about your brand, you need to be strategic. So do you have a strategy in place and how you're going to move forward toward your vision? What about your brand promise? Do you deliver or do you underdeliver on that brand promise? A lot of times you don't communicate your messages the right way. And that's because you have not developed a strong brand voice. And that is a weakness because you won't be able to have the brand messages that resonate with your audience because you do not have a brand voice that's effective. On the flip side, let's think about the opportunities which are external. With the brand, you have an opportunity to fill a niche that is underrepresented or nobody's in that niche. And so as you're building, think about how you can partner with other organizations or businesses that can help you gain exposure, especially if you're just starting out. When you think about the competition, what do you do better? And if you do it better, can you communicate that? Think about whether or not any regulations are in place that can help your business or the economy. Is that going to help your business? You know, we always talk about goodwill. So think about how your brand can align with good causes or any current trends or any tech that you're using that no one else is using. Now, when you're talking about your brand and specific products and services, you can niche down a little bit more and you can offer things that nobody is offering to specific demographics as well. These are the things that give you opportunities to excel and grow. But then there's also threats. When you're thinking about your brand, think about what your competitors offer that you can't. What about the economic trends? Are they going to affect you? And are there any legislation coming down the line that are going to impact your business? What about your vendors or your suppliers? Are they always there for you? Or are they increasing prices? Do they flake? What about weather? Depending on where you live, is your business seasonal and what can hurt you? What about any current events? You know, reputation is everything. Are you aligning yourself with something that's negative or are any competitors being nasty and they're trying to discredit your brand? All of that is very, very important. So you need to think about the consumer journey and you need to think about their pain points because you need to understand how people buy your products and why they are buying them. Pay attention to those customers and what they're saying to you. Ask questions. That's very important. Again, the tools that you use are so important. HubSpot, Hotjar, Facebook Insights. These are additional resources that you can use to get the information that you need. And then, of course, you want to use different types of marketing. When you're using different types of marketing, 
when you use different types of platforms, you get different segments of customers, but they all want your products and services for different reasons. Think about your buyer's journey. Think about who sees your messaging and think about the messaging that works with the different audiences and hold true to that. You cannot serve everyone. You really want to identify the people who are identifying with you and your brand because those are the people who are going to remain loyal and buy over and over again. Niche marketing works. And then those people also start marketing for you. So the more you know your audience based on your target market and the target audience, the bigger of a competitive advantage you'll have.